Hello. This is Gabe. And um, just just give you a warning. I'm going to release this episode unedited. Just because I kind of just want to get it out there. Because I believe that Starfield is being treated very unfairly right now. And this is coming from me. I've I, I'm, I'm going to admit that I am very... When, when it comes to consoles, I am more of a PS fanboy. Like, the last Xbox I really truly owned would be the 360. Because then I bought an Xbox One, but I sold it like weeks later because I was just like, well, why the fuck do I need one? I, I mainly play on PC, and everything on Xbox comes out for PC the same day, so I don't need it. Uh, I don't care for Game Pass, though I believe it's pretty good for ten bucks a month. Yeah, that that's pretty badass. But I, I like to own my games, which is why, like, if I see a movie on Netflix that I like, if I like it, I'll end up buying it because I don't want that one moment. That I'm gonna have where well you know what I feel like watching this one movie. Go to Netflix, oh it's fucking gone. Because rotations. And oh well, that that that's how I feel about streaming services. I see them more as previews. Previews of things I want to buy. Or might buy or avoid, whatever. But yeah, I, I'm more of a PlayStation fan, if I had to say anything. Um I own a PS5, I own a PS5, I, I own every PlayStation, even the Vita and the PSPs, and in, in my opinion, well, for the longest time, my favorite console was the Dreamcast, I I've, I still love the Dreamcast, it's, I have so many great memories with that console and so many great games, but it's still my favorite console for just the games that released on it, but... I also have to say I, I kind of want to put the PS5 above it just because of how it's built, the quality of it, and the features. And yeah, I really like the PS5. I, I love it a lot. I, <laughs> I haven't turned it on in like five or six months, but that's because I, I play my games on PC. I'm mainly a PC gamer. Um, I... I Turned on my PS5 for Miles Morales and Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Because I loved it on PS4. So I bought the Director's Cut on PS5. And it's worth it. Um, as for exclusives, I mean, it's like, like those right there, but Horizon Zero Dawn. It was cool. It's nowhere near being like an amazing fucking game in my opinion I mean it was fun but not that fun I wish there was more melee combat and a better melee combat instead of just what they gave you it was just more of a third person shooter but it's whatever but yeah I just wanted to get that out of the way that I lean more towards Playstation I believe they have the better exclusives and, well, with with Starfield now being a Microsoft exclusive slash Xbox exclusive, there's a lot of people getting pissed off and review bombing and all this bullshit saying they hate the fucking game or 
just pointing out all the fucking bugs and shit. You, you want to what, man? It's it, it's going to come down to one thing. It's a Bethesda game. I, I hate to say this, but it's pretty fucking obvious that when a Bethesda game is going to come out, you you should expect bugs. It, it's it's a given. Bugs are just a thing that come with Bethesda games. There's there's so many fucking memes about it. Why is it surprising anyone? It shouldn't surprise anyone. And in in my opinion, Todd Howard is a new Peter Peter Monolu, who I hate. I I hate Peter Mon, uh, Monolu because well he's a piece of shit. I I loved Fable One. I loved Fable Two. But those games did not release the way he promised. And the worst was uh, when he made all the promises for Fable 3. And Fable 3 was garbage. And I was just like, yeah. I I knew it was not going to be it because Fable 1 and 2 never came out the way they were promised to be. Why the fuck did I expect Fable 3 to come out? Because this piece of shit said it was going to be different. He's a liar. And that's what Todd Howard of Bethesda is. He's a fucking liar. And people need to realize this. He's trying to sell you a product. He's going to lie out his fucking ass. And like, like what was the la- when was the last time somebody did that? That was, um, damn it, what's his name from Hello Games? I think it's called Hello Games, the guys who made No Man's Sky. Like, dude, when No Man's Sky came out, before it came out, he was doing interviews all over the fucking place. He... He was hyping it up, seeing all this crazy shit. No Man's Sky comes out, it's a failure, and he fucking disappeared. We never saw that guy ever again. We haven't seen him since. Damn it, I know his name, I forgot it, but he I, I guess he was like the fucking game director. But, you know what? I i have to look it up, because it, it, it's just, it's, it's fucking, it's just, it's fucking, Sean Murray, there we go, Sean Murray, I just googled it, shit, sorry that took so long, but yeah, Sean Murray, that that motherfucker just disappeared and never heard from him again, you can't blame him, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was being pressured by, fuck, everyone else, everyone who was counting on this game to be big on their platforms, Sony, Microsoft, and... I mean, yeah, it's a it's a shitty thing that he lied. I'm not saying I feel bad for him because though he lied, you know what I mean. But it Todd Howard. Everybody knows Todd Howard. Everybody knows what to expect from this piece of shit. He's a fucking liar. Like I liked Fallout Three, not as much as everybody. I, I love New Vegas. I think it's one of the greatest games ever made. New Vegas was fucking great. Fallout Four, I really fucking hated. I just hated Fallout 4. I hated the writing. It's, it was boring. I have the DLC. My best friend bought me the DLC. And she says it's really badass. So, I mean, I need to give those a shot. But uh, Fallout 4 Vanilla, I did not like. Fallout 76, I, I didn't give a shit. Even now that they fixed it, I got on and played for maybe 30 minutes and just never been on it again. I don't care. Um, Skyrim, I... I've, I have so many hundreds of hours on that game. It's not thousands. You know, I have thousands on MMOs, but Skyrim, no. I think the most I got on Skyrim was like 700 hours, which ain't shit. My best, he got like over a thousand hours on that fucking game, but it's Skyrim. It, it, it's pretty good, and 
I wouldn't say it's the greatest game of all time, but out of everything Bethesda's released, in my opinion, Fallout New Vegas is the greatest thing that they've ever done. But even then, that wasn't Bethesda who did it. They published it because it was it was Obsidian Games who did Fallout New Vegas. And Obsidian Games are the guys who created the Fallout franchise back when they were Interplay in the 90s. So, I remember hearing hype for Starfield last year when I was playing Destiny. And I was like, you know what, I want a game that's something like No Man's Sky, but you, you get to have a big ship. You get to walk around in your ship and have a crew. And my friend Mike, who did the uh, Robocop and 007 episodes... He was like, well, Starfield's coming out. It's going to be the greatest thing ever, and it's going to be amazing. And I just looked up a bit, and it's like, oh, apparently it's going to be the fucking Star Citizen killer, and it's going to be better than EVE Online and Elite Dangerous. So I was like, all right, cool. That's something to look forward to. And apparently at this time, at this point, they were working on a game for, what, five, six fucking years? I never heard of it until then, which is funny because... I don't know. I, I don't know how the fuck it slipped past me. I, I I keep up with video game news. I'm a fucking gamer, and I'm always looking up video game news, but I don't know. I, I just... It just slipped. I, I just don't know how the fuck it got by me. But I forgot about it. I forgot about it until about a month ago. It was like, oh, Starfield's coming out. I'm like, oh, shit, already? All right. Well, I bought the $100 version. Because I was like, you know what, I feel like playing like a Bethesda game. I was like, maybe I should fire up Skyrim, or maybe I should throw out like Fallout 4 and give it another shot, play the DLC. I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll wait for Starfield. But at the same time, I was like, how different is Starfield going to be from other Bethesda games? Is, is, is it going to be, like, am I going to have to adjust to a new playstyle? But, eh. I was like, we'll see. So the game comes out, I get it. I was able to install it Thursday at 5 p.m., and no, no, no. I was able to install it Thursday, just during the day before 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. is when I was actually able to play it. So I've been playing a game every day since last Thursday. And what what date was that? It was like August 31st. Yeah, August 31st. I've been playing it since then. And I have 95 hours into it. I really like this game. And I already had, I already had a review that I wanted to post up on Steam, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this review because I, I just, it's just the way I feel about the game. I, I really do feel like this about the game, and I can't recommend this game. I can't, and I wasn't able to post it for some reason. It was just saying, oh yeah, you can't post it because the game's not even out yet. I'm like, okay, so I waited. On release day, on Tuesday, I tried posting it. It still wouldn't let me post it. And I posted shit like Stealth is Broken. You know, the whole why is an ocean deep as a puddle. There's too many loading screens. This is not what everybody hyped it up to be. This, If you want space exploration, go play something else. Because space exploration on here is about as interesting as it was on Mass Effect 1. Which it was garbage. And I love Mass Effect. You know, I will say exploration on Mass Effect Andromeda is actually better 
than both of those games, than Mass Effect 1 and Starfield. But, you know what? I actually tried getting a refund on the game. I was just like, dude, stealth is really broken. Like, stealth does not work. I have my stealth maxed out and also use the chameleon suit. It's a perk that you can get on any armor. It's called chameleon. If you stand still and not move, you, you pretty much go cloak. You know, almost invisible. Motherfuckers from the other side of the room see me while I'm in a dark room. And the way the game works is if one enemy spots you, they all know where the fuck you're at. It's like they can see you through walls. If if you're down the fucking hall, they can hear your footsteps, even if you're fucking just moving around slowly. The stealth is really bad, and I believe it's broken. I believe it's a bug, and I hope they'll fix it, because there's no way they could have released a game like this and said, yeah, stealth is working fine, because these motherfuckers just see you instantly, and you're supposed to be... I got my stealth rank 4, which is 100%, makes you 100% undetectable, and on top of that, I'm running around with, uh, what's her name, I forgot her name, Andreja, Andreja, Andrea, some Russian girl, she boosts your stealth up by 25%, and I'm also wearing a, an armor piece that gives me chameleon, and these motherfuckers still see me. It's... I, I feel like I got ripped off because I, I invested all those points into stealth. And the game doesn't have a fucking respec. That's the worst part of it. It doesn't have any way to respec your points, so all those points are fucking gone. And I don't know if I don't know if it's an actual bug and they plan to fix it, or if that's the way it was intended. Because if it was intended to be like that. I don't know why they did that. I'm pretty sure it was Todd Howard. If it if it was intended, I'm sure it was Todd Howard who said, we need to make stealth fucking stupid and unusable and useless because that's what it is. Right now, in its current state, stealth is useless in this fucking game. And I hope they fix it soon. I hope it wasn't intentional. But I I really wanted my money back. And I put, I signed up to do the uh, the Steam refund. And it's like, okay, well, you got to meet two conditions. You have to have not played the game for more than two hours. And within 14 days of the purchase. I was already at 20 hours. And they actually let me refund some shit in the past when I was over two hours. But I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to push my luck. And I don't want to seem like a piece of shit asking. You know what? I'm just like, you know what, dude? I'm I'm, I'm just going to fucking give it a, some more time. And I started playing the game more. And I actually avoided the main quest for a long time. And I started doing side missions. And I, I told a friend, like, every day, it's like I was liking the game even more and more. And, yeah, this game has so many loading screens. Your space exploration is really just you in a planet's orbit. Yeah, like, yeah, there's videos of, like, uh, what's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, she's one of the writers from Santa Monica Studios, but she, she streams and plays games. Alana Pierce. You know, Alana Pierce did a whole stream where she was just 
headed towards Pluto for like seven or eight hours and she got there and Pluto turned out to be just like a flat circle in the middle of space that she just went through and when she went through it she was stuck in there she couldn't get out of it so space exploration is just garbage in the game but the space battles are actually okay I actually like them now with some perks that I unlocked makes it easier um you know I'll, I'll i'll get to like the little spacing that another that made me like the game but as i was playing the game i was just doing the side quests and i don't mean just little garbage side quests i mean like those really long side quests like like on skyrim where you had the dark brotherhood or the uh jesus uh the thieves guild one like like those type of quests, those really long ones, that as you're playing it, you're like, Jesus, is this the main story? Like, nope, it's just a side quest. They're just that, they're just that big. Well, I did, like, I was doing like a multiple at the same time on this. I signed up with the UC, and then I, I joined the Free Star Rangers, and I became like a fucking deputy. And then I joined a gang, and I fought against a rival gang, and I I got a job. <laughs> I went and applied to work for some corporation, and I started at the bottom just fetching coffee for them. <laughs> you know, it's it's little stuff like that, and and you see, at the time I thought that the yeah, the whole cyberpunk corporation job thing was the weakest side quest but the more i did it then you know the the, the the more deeper i got into its story i was like this is a really good fucking story and it involves corporate espionage i was like this is really fucking cool and i love the whole free star um fucking ranger side quest i love the ec side quest i love the crimson fleet side quest it was fun i got i got to meet some really cool characters some of the villains were cool and the endings, I was all satisfied. I was very satisfied with the endings. I was satisfied with the twists. I was satisfied with just the outcomes and being able to dispose of characters I did not like. And, you know, it, it's it's really cool. Like the the Freestar one, it was it was pretty badass. I felt like a detective at times. There, there's even some loyalty quest where you kind of it throws you into like a whole noirish type of storyline and you go doing some investigating and yeah I go talk to people and find some answers for a court case and it, it's all these little things that it's all these little things that made me not care about the negatives and to me what are the negatives uh, not being able to fly from one planet to another. Instead, I gotta load. And there's so many loading screens. I, I, I don't care about that anymore. I, I want, I want more of the story. And I don't care if I just get to fly that, fly around in orbit. I actually get the whole, I get to have a ship. I get a crew. I get to walk around in my big ass ship. I, I, I removed the brig and put it in fucking battle stations, and it's cool seeing some of the uh, some of my crew sitting at the fucking tables, sitting on the chairs in front of computers. 
or going to the the crew quarters and they're just sitting at the fucking little dinner table and it's cool seeing all this. It's what I've always wanted in a game and I, I think the last game that came really close to that was maybe Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO. And you know, I was like, I want something like that, but not Star Wars. And I, I got it with this. So I got the ship. I get to customize it. I get to color it, anything. I get the really cool stories and the side quests. And I've been seeing a lot of people say negative things about the just the gunplay. I I, I think these people never played a Fallout game without VATS. That, that's what I think. Because Fallout 1, 2, well, I mean, not 1, you know what I'm saying. I mean, from when Fallout first became a first-person shooter. Fallout 3, New Vegas, Fallout 4. All those games had garbage aiming. It just the gunplay was some of the worst in gaming history, and that's made the game tolerable. I think these motherfuckers who are saying that Starfield has really bad gunplay, I'm pretty sure that they never played Fallout Three, Four, or New Vegas without Vats. I'm pretty sure they just relied on VATS to kill their enemies instead of manual aiming. Because I played Fallout 3, 4, and New Vegas without VATS. I didn't rely on it all the time. The only times I would use this when I want to see cool slow motion deaths and heads blow up. But Starfield? It doesn't have VATS. And the aiming is so much better than what the fuck the games, the other Fallout games I mentioned offer. The aiming on this game is so much better. The, the gunplay is fine. I, I see nothing wrong with it. The gunplay is just, I would say it's perfect, but it's its fine. I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I, mean, I, I, I would probably make maybe put it equal to like Cyberpunk. Where I just, I don't know, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. There's, I don't see nothing wrong with it. So, yeah, when, when I see reviewers and all these other motherfuckers say, oh, yeah, it's just, the aiming is just, uh, the gunplay is just so bad. Like, what the fuck? Did, were, did you play Fallout just relying on VATS the whole fucking time? Because those games had terrible fucking aim. So, yeah, no. The gunplay is great. and. Another thing that, that made me really like Space Combat, because I hated Space Combat in this game, but I've gotten used to the whole tethering of the crosshair, and for some reason the crosshair is locked at 10 frames per second for some fucking reason. I still don't know, but whatever. But the the the, the Space Combat is actually fun now that I unlocked the targeting system, because now... I I actually go into like a VATS mode in space where time slows down and you get to select what part of the ship you want to shoot. Now, this is not the part that made me like it. Okay, you take out the engines. Once you take out the engines and you get near the ship, you can actually board it. 
You can actually get on and kill all the motherfuckers in there and you gun them down. Or loot all their shit. Get back on your ship and just take off. That is fun. You could even claim the ship. It, it, it's super fun. There, there's been people who've been getting fucked over though with that because th- th- there'll be some planets where like an enemy ship lands, like spacers, and these dudes just run for the fucking for for the entryway. I forgot what it's called. The little door that opens on a ship. Uh, the docking thing. I don't know, but they'll run in there. And when you get near a ship, an enemy ship, it'll leave. You, you'll see it starting to take off, but you can actually get to the door. Well, some people have managed to get to the door and actually make it inside the ship while the ship's already in space. Well, they kill every, they kill everybody on board, and they're like, "Yeah, that's fine. I'll just take I'll just take this ship, take it to wherever I need to go." But there's a problem. That ship is like a B-class ship or a C-class ship. Because at the start, you can only pilot A-class ships. You can't... If you want to pilot those other ones, you have to earn them through uh, through your ranks. You have to unlock them, their skills. So these dudes can't pilot this ship because it's a C or a B-class ship. And they're in space. So they, they can't pilot it. They're stuck... So they either just say, fuck it, I'm just going to quit. Or they had to go to the last checkpoint before they jumped on board. And I think that's funny. That, that's fucking hilarious. And I've been seeing really, really funny ass fucking bugs on Twitter. Involving one of the characters, one of the companions you can get. This is cool uh, robot named Vosco. I love him. And there's one of... Uh, uh, this one player was talking to an NPC, and he had Vosco as his fucking companion. And as the NPC's talking, you could hear Vosco pretty much saying, like, you're not going to win this outcome. And as the NPC's talking, you see Vosco's robot arm go across the screen and knock out the NPC. And the player, like, he's playing in third person, and he steps backward, freaked him out. And he's like, what the fuck? And then Vosco is just like, yeah, like, you know, all, all threats have been eliminated from the area. And the NPC's just on the ground down on her knees. That was fucking hilarious. I Even the voice actor who voiced Vosco replied to that. And he was thanking the guy for making his day because he said it was like the funniest shit he's seen. And I don't know. But, you know, another thing is uh, my, my bestie saw me playing it. She likes it. There is a problem. She's she's running on a 1070 graphics card. I am on a 3070, and this game is still... It's badly optimized. That's what I'll say. Starfield is badly optimized. When you get into, like, New Atlantis, your frames just drop. On a 3070, I was getting... Jesus, 25 to 30 frames. I had to drop fucking shadows down to low. But as soon as I left, as soon as I left uh, New Atlantis, I started getting better frames. I was like in the 90s to over 100 frames. I'm like, hmm, just New Atlantis just sucks. But I told her, I told her, you know what? It, it, buy it, set a timer for 90 minutes. 
once that timer is up, stop playing the game and think, do you want to keep playing it? If not, get your refund. That way she doesn't go over the two hours on Steam. Because she also wants the new Cyberpunk um, DLC that's going to be coming out on the 23rd. And I, I'm excited for that, too, because I love Cyberpunk 2077. So when, it's officially one of my favorite games of all time now. I had so much fun with that game. And do I put Starfield on, on that same level as Cyberpunk? No. No, I, I, I still love Cyberpunk a lot. I love it more than Starfield. But I will say... I have gone from this game's okay to I really love this game. It took time, and a lot of it was just getting to know the characters, um, doing the stories. My my favorite character is Barrett. I think of him as like the Garrus Vicarian of this game. He he's like three three Mass Effect characters rolled into one. He's Vega from Mass Effect Three. Who is voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. He's Garrus Vicarian, who is voiced by Brandon Keener, and Rex. You know what? I never got Rex's voice actor, but he's like all three of those characters. Even Grunt. So you can say four. He's like two Krogans and two fucking hilarious kick ass, or no, just one hilarious kick ass human and one uh, fucking Tyrion. So yeah, two Krogans, one Tyrion, and a human. He's all those characters rolled rolled into one. And Barrett's just fun. I always love having him with me. He's funny. He says some of the funniest shit. When I stole, when I pickpocketed some shit, he said, yoink. I was like, yeah, this is why Barrett's the best, man. He's he's easily my favorite companion. And, you know, it's, it's moments like that. It's... It's like whenever I'm talking to an NPC and then Barrett will just come in and say some stupid shit that's hilarious and you know, in, in just that, that conversation where he just butts in, I'm like, I, I keep forgetting Barrett's here because I'm in a cutscene and he just interferes and says some bullshit that's funny. It, it's little things like that or maybe even when I, uh, for the corporate mission the first day I went for the job interview in my fucking space suit because I didn't have my options turned to where I can wear normal clothes if I'm in a breathe with an environment with breathe well, you know breathable air because you can actually have that in the menu. It's like oh you can have your suit and your helmet off. It, it just does it automatically. I didn't know this at the time, so I show up to this job interview wearing <laughs> fucking space gear. And the person that's interviewing me goes, wow, that's some interesting, that's an interesting space suit. It'd be crazy if this was a job interview. <laughs> that, 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 that's one of those things that I was just like, this is why I love this game. And I don't know, man, I still haven't finished the main story. Again, I'm 95 hours into it and I still haven't finished the main story. That's how much fun I've been having with all the shit on the side. But at the same time, I'm also kind of thinking to myself, maybe I should have done the story. Because the story, at first I didn't find the story interesting, but now I'm actually finding it very interesting. And it's very cool. And I didn't know you had powers in the fucking game. So now I I can unlock powers and 
manipulate gravity and make enemies float in the air. That that shit is so fucking cool. It's like, Jesus, I, I wish I did this a long time ago. And right now, it's just all the negativity is just coming from a lot of just pissed off fanboys, review bombings. Another thing that's bad is just it got very political over pronouns. And honestly, I believe they need to just keep real life shit out of the fucking game. But, you know, when I saw it, I was just like, oh, it's just fucking pronouns. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't give a fuck for it. But, I mean, once after the character creation, I, I haven't fucking seen it again. I'm just, it's not bothering anyone. So, I don't know. Just that whole argument, like putting in current day shit into a game when it's supposed to be escapism. Like, yeah, I get that. But for me, I'm enjoying the game. I have so much time into it. That hasn't gotten in the way of my experience or enjoyment that I've had to be like, you know what, fuck this game. I'm going to uninstall it. You know, or like one of my, I was not one, but my favorite game of the year is Hogwarts Legacy. I love that fucking game. I'm not even a fan of the fucking Harry Potter books. I've never read them. I seen the first three movies. I thought they were cool, but I never saw the rest of the movies. I've only seen the first three, but I, I thought they were really cool. I, I I should watch the rest of them. So I went into this game, into this whole fictional world, pretty much almost blind. Like I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I had to have friends who read the books explain shit to me, and, and a lot of stuff started making sense. But overall, it was more about the story. The side quests, the combat, the satisfaction of the combat when you take out an enemy or when you reflect attacks back, and the sound effects, it was just so amazing. It's such a good game that I actually think it's one of the greatest games ever made. And a lot of people will fucking disagree, but that's my opinion. And I think Hogwarts Legacy, in my opinion, is one like not one, but the best game I've ever played my life is just amazing and it was fun and you get so much freedom you can go anywhere and that's what was really cool about it and you know that had controversy too involving you know the whole trans thing it it didn't get in the way and that's that's one of the things too is that a lot of the people on twitter in the trans community were bashing the game and boycotting it it's like, God, come the fuck on. Like, if you really looked into the people responsible for shit you like, you would be very disappointed. A lot of these artists, rich people who you may look up to or whatever, you're going to find out you have, that there's just going to be a point where you come across it, you're going to be like, okay, we have opposing views here. What the fuck are you going to do? Just not like all the previous stuff that you liked before, before you found this, you know, information out, it's fucking stupid. It's dumb. Like, there, there's a bunch of celebrities I don't agree with politically. Doesn't mean I'm going to hate their fucking work. They, they, actually, they, there's only one person who I'll, I'll do that with, and that's Roman Polanski. And I will never watch a Roman Polanski movie. I mean, not, not that I will never watch, it's just because I did see The Ninth Gate. It is a shitty movie. I just couldn't believe it was Roman Polanski. I was like, wow, is he still making movies? 
they're still releasing this guy's movies here. But yeah, like I don't know. If if there's a Roman Polanski movie that's good, I'll say it's good. But I still think the dude's a piece of shit. He should get shot. He he should get beaten for what he did. But again, yeah, I'm not gonna say his movies suck because of that. You know, like Bill Cosby also. I think he's one of the greatest comedians of all time. I'm not going to say he's not because of what the fuck he did. It's dumb to to do shit like that. So, with Hogwarts, I don't know. They needed to give it a chance because the trans character in the game was actually a very cool character. And eh, it's a shame a lot of people just bashed it just because there was some bullshit with J.K. Rowling. It's dumb. And... No, yeah, the political stuff with, with Starfield. Yeah, it, it's dumb. People just need to... People on both sides just need to shut the fuck up. Just play the fucking game. Again, I have not read into anything that's made me say, fuck this game. This is too political. As a matter of fact, I think Destiny 2 is more virtue signaling than... Starfield. And I, I like Destiny 2. Well, not lately, because Bungie's been a piece of shit developer, and they pretty much told the uh, the players, fuck you. Don't play this fucking game. Or no, they, they said, fuck you. Give us your fucking money, and we're not going to give you shit back. And then, there, that, that's what the fuck happened with Destiny. But, yeah, all this Starfield drama, it, it's dumb. Uh, I'll, a lot of people think it's oh it's boy they're boycotting the game because of uh pronouns it's like no dude they're they're not boycotting the game over pronouns I mean yeah there might be some people boycotting it over pronouns but people aren't refunding their game because of pronouns they're refunding their game because again I it, it still freaks me out that well, one of the reasons is it's it's a buggy. It's it's a buggy mess. I wouldn't say it's a buggy buggier mess than previous Bethesda games. I actually think there's less bugs in this game than the previous titles. But that that's one of the things. Like people are like, oh, it's just so buggy and this and that. It's like, what what the fuck did you expect? It's it's a Bethesda game. As I said at the beginning of this, there's so many fucking memes just about how buggy Bethesda games are. It's like people have never played a Bethesda game. Those are the people who are refunding the game. And and in the end, I, I just gotta you know I, I, I gotta put it make make it simple and be like, who is this game for? It's for people who love Fallout. That that that's who it's for. It's for people who love Fallout or just Bethesda games in general. And I'm really enjoying my time with it. it it's more than just a fucking mid game now for me. And my overall rating that I gave it on Steam was a 4 out of 5. Because I, I wrote a review. And at the end of all my Steam reviews, I put 4, you know, like like X out of 5. on all my, I'm on, uh, Oh, not on all, but most of my reviews, I put a, put a little score. Because you, you can't. The, the Steam review or rating is just like a thumbs up or thumbs down. That's it. Uh, positive or negative. Me, I gave it a positive review with a personal rating of four out of five, and I feel 
really good about that score. I really do. I wouldn't say 4.5, but straight up just 4 out of 5. And I, I've actually come to love this game so much and all the characters that I actually want to, oh, I, I want to buy a poster of the game. Not only is the cover art just very beautiful, it's very beautiful, it's amazing, but I want a poster because I, I love the game that much that I want a piece of it in my room. That way, if anyone, you know, well, whenever somebody walks in, they can see, oh, these are, these are the posters of the games he must really like. Because there's one poster that I'll always hang up, and that's my Fantasy Star Online, the original for Dreamcast. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I, I have that poster right over my uh, my main monitor on my PC, my at my PC desk. Next to it is Rage, because I really loved Rage. It was a fun game. But I feel I need to just update it or just add to it. And I really need a Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda, Cyberpunk, and fucking, well, Starfield. Oh, that Starfield poster is beautiful, man. The artwork is just so gorgeous. And fuck it, Hogwarts Legacy. Because I really love these games. They're 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 fun. And would I put Starfield in my top five? No. I just want the poster because you know I I like the game a lot, but I also love the uh, the artwork on the cover. But would I put it in my top five or top ten games of all time? And thinking of all the games I played that I love so much. I don't think I would, but it would maybe be in my top 20, maybe. I would still have to write a list on it, like an actual updated list of my top 20 games, or even just top 10. But overall, I'm glad I wasn't able to get the uh, the Steam refund, being I was over by 18 hours. I'm glad I gave it a chance and just kept playing. And and I, I still want to play it. As a matter of fact, when I'm done recording here, I'm going to play more of it. And that's all, that's what I've been doing all fucking week. I've just been playing it. Oh, and watching One Piece. Which I, I also think is great. It's one of the fucking coolest and most fun adventurous shows I've seen in a long time. And I've never even watched the anime. But I, I have I have friends who have seen the anime. Uh, especially one of my like greatest friends of all time, Cook. He has seen every episode, so we saw some uh, some episodes of the live action, and I asked him, "So how does it compare?" And he's like, "This is really good. It's like they did such a good job. It's it's a lot like it." So yeah, so he's he he's he's totally like happy that I'm watching it because for a long time he he and another friend. It's as if they were trying to get me to watch One Piece. But then they would just be like, you know what, just don't even do it, though. Because there's just a lot of filler and wasted time. And then they'd show me more clips. Oh, check out this clip of One Piece. It's so fucking cool. And I'd be like, man, I should watch this anime. And they're like, you know what, nah, don't even do it. I'm like, what the fuck? They're, they're like, check this out. And then they're like, nah, don't even do it. But, yeah, seeing as a live action 
it, it cuts out a lot of the filler and it's uh it's sticking to the important details. I like that. But I, I think I think I might actually end up watching the anime. You know, while I play Starfield and have the anime playing on the other monitor. Oh, I think <laughs> I might do that. But but yeah. Um I think I officially gave my review on this episode of Starfield, and that is a four out of five. And I recommend it to anyone who likes Bethesda games or just sci-fi games in general. Or are you a fan of Firefly or the Serenity movie? You'll you'll like this game. And yeah, I, I don't regret anything anymore. At first, I was I was like, shit, I wish I didn't buy this game, but now. Just just don't listen to any of the uh, negativity. Make up your own fucking mind. Try it out for yourself. If you're on Xbox and you got Game Pass, you got nothing to lose. You already paid the 10 bucks for the fucking Game Pass. Just download it and play it. And I think Sony fanboys just need to get the fuck over it. Because they also get pissed whenever PC players get Sony PlayStation exclusives. They're like, why the fuck is PC getting it? It's supposed to be PlayStation exclusive. Like, Jesus, dude. Jesus are fucking worse than Xbox fanboys. Seriously. But. Yeah. Try Starfield. If you don't like it, get a refund. But. I think it's fun. I love the game. And I know I'm going to keep playing it for a while. And I can tell you right now. I most definitely most definitely love it more than Fallout 4, because I do not love Fallout 4. It's a piece of shit game. But yeah, that's it for today, and I'll see if uh, I'll see about recording that uh, episode I need to do for Cosmos, because I really love that movie. So yeah, peace out.